0: to the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Carter. And I am your other host, Dylan. Coming back
1: at you a little, little early this week. We, yeah, uh, a little,
0: we, we usually uh, record a, a day later, but we're doing it fresh uh, after Dynamite and NXT. So, I mean, my head's a little... Still, still spinning. How about yours? Yeah,
1: yeah. We are um, freshly squeezed right after AEW Dynamite tonight. Whoa! Oh yeah. Whoa!
0: That's gimmick infringement. Uh,
1: well, come at me, Orange. Come at wow. me, Orange Cassidy. Yeah. You've heard it here first. Sloth your way into uh, into a lawyer's office, file that complaint, and you know, bring it at me.
0: I think uh, I think that's a great point. Um, That's that's actually a good strategy on your part because if anyone's not going to follow through with a lawsuit, it's probably him. Yep,
1: I'm, you know, I'm thinking ahead, man, planning ahead, one step ahead. Or in Orange Cassidy's case, you know, probably twenty steps ahead of him. So.
0: Well, I'd be a little uh, careful if I were you. Um, You know, maybe Orange Cassidy is a good one to call out, but maybe just, you know, pump the brakes there because now we have another platform uh, where we are carried. Um, Ah, yes. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Settle down over there, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, no, um, so if you've, if you've listened to us before, you you know, and you find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Overcast, so on and so forth, and great, you know, welcome back, thank you for tuning in, uh, but we are now also a part of the team over at WrestlingHeadlines.com, so if that's where you're listening to us now, hey, welcome, thanks for uh, checking us out.
1: Yeah, very much appreciated. Uh, appreciate the opportunity to um, have our stuff over at WrestlingHeadlines.com. And you can find a link to our uh, podcast on there, or you can go to uh, their YouTube channel, and they'll also have the video up there for
0: your listening pleasure. And also, if that is where you're checking us out, uh, we'll just give you a quick rundown of who we are and what we do. Um, maybe not so much who we are, because I mean, I guess you'll just find out the more you listen. But what we normally do with this is a wrestling podcast. Sometimes we get a little off track and we talk about other things that. Maybe don't mean anything, um, but we try to follow a format, and that format usually is. We take a look at the week's events of wrestling, and we break them down into what we consider to be the best thing of the week uh, that we call the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be best thing of the week. And then we also break down what we consider to be the worst thing of the week, which we like to call the he's going to puke worst thing of the week. Uh, so that is our usual format. We didn't follow that last week due to our hiatus and getting a little uh, ahead of ourselves. But this week, we'll be back to that, uh, I assure you. Yeah, last week, we, we fell a little bit behind. And, you know,
1: we just happened to pick the two weeks where we fell behind where just like a crap load of stuff <laughs> basically happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we... We we took pretty much the, the worst time to take time off, and that was after two pay-per-views. Yeah. Um, or maybe that was the best time. I don't know. Remains to be seen. Well, we had a lot to talk about, so... Indeed that, we did.
1: That was good. That was good for us. I don't know if it was good for everyone listening, but that was good for us.
0: Yes. Um, but anyway, before we get into uh, everything that's happened this week, and again, we just... Just ended Dynamite and NXT. Before we get into any of that, Dylan, how is your week so far? Uh, a little slow. A little slow. You yep. know, kind of
1: lagging a little bit. We had the uh, time change. We yep. also had a uh, full moon this week, too. That's true. So that probably set things off in into a totally opposite direction. So, yeah, you, um, you
0: probably had some squash activity out in your woods.
1: No Squatch activity this oh, okay. week. okay, okay. No, no. Pictures were still being drawn, though, so...
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah,
1: yep, so... Um, so the interest is still there. It's, yeah, it's still there. It definitely is, but I had to deal with another issue. Um, oh,
0: no. Yeah.
1: Sunday, I um, basically had to... Well, I thought I had to take my daughter to the hospital and get stitches, because uh, we were playing outside, and... She bumped her head on a trailer hitch, and oh, dang! Yeah, and she was just like bleeding all over the place. You know it. Yeah, she uh, looked like Ric Flair after a after a bloody confrontation with like Terry Funk or something. So <laughs>
0: was she just wooing and strutting around? Uh, no, she was ah, you know, doing that. But the real question is, did you gig to make her not feel self conscious about the fact that she was bleeding? No, I did not. Well I, I think you blew it. I did not No, yeah, I,
1: I totally blew it as a dad. I should have just stopped what I was doing and just cut myself <laughs> instead
0: of trying to take care of her. You're right. I listen. I'm an I asshole. I'm sorry. I haven't read many parenting books, at least not yet. Um, but I'm considering writing one, so uh, this is free advice. Is there gonna be a chapter in
1: there about gigging? Maybe <laughs> for your I mean for your kid? I guess you're going to have to buy the book and find out. Oh, I, I'm sure it's going to be a real page turner.
0: Yeah, I put you down for one, uh, pre-order one so far.
1: Yeah, well, I should get that for free. So. No. Since technically I was the inspiration for that chapter, so.
0: I mean, says who? How do you know this hasn't <laughs> happened before? <laughs>
1: I I don't know. That's the uh, point. I don't Buy know. the book. Yeah. Okay, give me a discount, 10%, please.
0: I give you a discount code and then if anyone happens to use it. <laughs> if your you code use it before it, it expires, then, <laughs> then you're then in good hands. You a yeah.
1: <laughs> um but yeah, no stitches. She was fine. After That's a while. Good. Yeah. So um
0: What about you, sir? How was your week? Crazy. And it's only getting crazier. I'm the reason we are um, Recording tonight instead of tomorrow is because of my travel schedule. I will be unavailable tomorrow. Um, despite to all of the, I know. Despite all of the coronavirus concerns, we press on. I will <laughs> still be traveling. So take you're that.
1: Gonna, you're gonna sneeze in the coronavirus's face and march forward, huh? That's
0: exactly right. Uh, you, you're a brave person. I'm actually planning on just like. Walking in and out of airports, just sneezing like profusely, and just seeing how people react. You're probably going to be quarantined if you do that. (laughs) (laughs) I just get tackled to the ground.
1: Like, no, no, no! I do a podcast. I do a wrestling (laughs) podcast. You can't.
0: Wait a second,
1: WrestlingHeadlines.com. Are you? Are you? Are you AC Suede?
0: <laughs> that's no, no, I'm Car-
1: no, no, I'm Carter. Uh, get him out of here. Get him out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who? Yeah, right. <laughs> You're free to go. Ah, uh. no, but that's uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, just traveling and man, traveling. Uh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was born a
1: traveling. So man. enthralling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, good stuff, interesting, safe travels Thanks I, uh, Yeah Um, yeah So, um, before we get into our, uh, best and worst of the week Yep Some big news Uh-oh Today in the wrestling world I don't know if you heard this Uh, I don't know, what, what, what news is that? Um, well, Gronk Ah, yes Yes I has did apparently hear this. has apparently signed with WWE. Yeah. What is your take on that?
0: Um. <laughs> eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm conflicted. I think on one hand, good for him. You know, I know he's always been a fan of the WWE. Um, obviously, he had that uh, little run-in with Mojo Rawley, You know, back at the. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and all that fun stuff. And yeah, um, I know that, you know, it, it's it's an interest of his, as always has been. So, on one hand, good for him. I think that's cool. Um, you, know, you think back to all the other football players that have played, or played, <laughs> <laughs> that have <All> played the... <laughs> football. And uh, <laughs> Joe Montana, all, all John Elway, who ran.
1: <laughs> they did. Did things and
0: all them basketball players that shot hoops. Yep. Oh, uh, no, all those, uh, you know, former football players that are now wrestling or have wrestled. I mean, is it weird that anytime I think of a football player, okay, you know what? I'll ask you before I answer. Okay. When you think football player turned pro wrestler, who do you think of? Don't even think about it. Just first thing that comes to mind Lawrence Taylor. Oh.
1: That was only for one match though. (laughs) I mean that's Uh, I would probably have to say that's you know, if one of if not the most popular pro football players to get into the wrestling business. Even if it was just for one match against Bam Bam Bigelow. Right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Right? Huh? Huh? (laughs) Who's with me? Come on. You guys remember that, right? Well, you got, okay, so I, for whatever reason, if I don't think about it and someone says football player turned pro wrestler, I literally think of Steve Mongo McMichaels. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. But then you got Goldberg, you got The Rock, obviously, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Mm -hmm. D'Angelo Williams. I mean.
1: William, the refrigerator Perry. William, Gear, the Garrett refrigerator, Thetton. Perry, <laughs> Billy Coomer. <laughs> All those greats.
0: <laughs> Look them up.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, what about what about wrestlers going to football? Has that happened? Uh Brock. Well, no. Th- no. <laughs> well, he had he was uh he tried out for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, he
0: was on their practice squad, I yeah. think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that's, I guess
0: that's the closest. Yeah. But anyway, back to (laughs) Gronk. So, yeah, my my initial thought is good for him, but the other thought that I can't help but think of is, what the hell is WWE doing? I mean, it is literally turning into celebrity boxing. Like, there is no skill... There is no skill involved in pro wrestling in WWE, which I don't know, maybe there never has been, you know, and that the the purists of the uh, the art of pro wrestling are really just always gonna be scorned and be you know, be damned because at the end of the day it's a spectacle and that's all that Vince is trying to sell. So if he could mm-hmm. get freaking, you know, I don't know, um I'm trying to think of, I mean, you got Tyson Fury, you know, Cain Velasquez, Gronkowski. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. I mean, now, now, granted, on one hand, these are all legitimate athletes, so I get it. But at the same time, I mean, they're not doing wrestling matches. They're doing, you know, goofy shit, you know. (laughs) So, I mean, like, I'm waiting for, like, I don't know. Um, well, Rhonda had a good run. Yeah, and she'll be back, you know. But I'm waiting for like Gene Shalit or something to sh- to show up again and I don't know. It's I'm just waiting, uh,
1: I'm waiting for Charles Barkley to like make his debut at like next year's elimination chamber.
0: Well, they were doing uh they were teasing Shaq versus Big Show for the longest time. Oh yeah.
1: Shaq actually showed up in that uh that one year for the Andre the Giant. Royal Rumble battle royal yeah. thing yeah yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Huh. so yeah I just uh, on one hand I'm happy for him because I know that he he's excited uh, mm-hmm. but on the other hand I just think that like it's just it's just a big <laughs> show and, and like it's just well
1: it is technically
0: <laughs> I know I, it's uh, uh, I, I I don't know I, I'm just conflicted I guess yeah, that's fair. How do you feel? I'm conflicted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's. I mean, it could bring new buys onto the product and, you know, generate more money for the company. But I mean, like, really, let's 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 hold it back a little bit on the you know the celebrity thing. All the Correct. athletes. Let's let's just pull it back just a little bit.
0: And, yeah. You know. Well, I know that the big reaction uh, among the the internet wrestling community was like, you have so much talent (laughs) on your roster. (laughs) Uh, You know, you have so much talent on your roster now that you're doing nothing with. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Like, I don't know. So I get it. I get get both sides. I really do. You know, you do want to bring eyes to the product, but like do something with it. But mm-hmm. odds are, it's gonna be. I mean, he's probably gonna be the next Universal champ. So,
1: oh, sh- don't sh- don't jinx that.
0: <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> it's happening.
1: Vince McMahon could be listening right now. <laughs> Genius. You, yeah, it's it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go, Gronk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Big news. Breaking yep. news. Breaking news.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, should we get on to our segments?
0: Yeah, let's kick in the door of our segments here. (laughs) All right. All right, so we'll start the the show off uh, with our first segment, which is our best thing of the week. We call The Best There Is, Best There Was, and Best There Ever Will Be, Best Thing of the Week. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. So, Mister Swade, what do you consider to be your best thing of the week? Well,
1: there was so much stuff to choose from this week. <laughs> <laughs> I—it was really hard to make up my mind. But um, no, honestly, I am gonna go with Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak at Elimination, elimination Chamber.
0: Good choice.
1: That I. I that was my favorite thing of the week. Yeah. I, um, it was a good hard hitting match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pulling out the technical stuff, trying to tell the story of uh, Drew knowing every weakness that Daniel Bryan has and trying to exploit that weakness. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the execution of that was, you know, flawless because every... It seemed, now I'm going to get into like the bad parts of it, but it really was my best thing of the week. Um, it just seems like every move that Gulak was trying to counter or every weakness is something that Daniel Bryan has done before and that everyone else could have picked up on. Huh. And known that, hey, this is a move that he does. I need to watch out for these moves. Yeah. So it's like, it it didn't really seem like he was exploiting anything new. I mean, like I said, anyone could have, you know, countered any of the moves that Daniel Bryan does because he does them on a weekly basis. You know what I mean? So that was kind of like, that was kind of my little nitpick about it, but I really did like the match. I thought it was really good. It was, you know, like I said, a really hard-hitting match, lots of technical stuff, um... Very intense in some spots. I think Gulak showed a lot of intensity. So did Brian. Uh, Went like 10-15 minutes. So not like a super long match. But um, I think it told a good story. Or tried to tell a good story. Um, Yeah, just the whole execution of Gulak trying to exploit Brian's weakness was kind of a little questionable. But... I give it a thumbs up. I liked it. I liked
0: it a lot. I mean, it's their first match Mm -hmm. that they've had together, so why would Brian know what Gulak is prepared for? So why wouldn't he do those those same moves?
1: Well, if they're moves that you do every week Mm -hmm. and you have an opponent that says, hey, I've been watching you. I've been studying you. I know all your weaknesses. I know how to exploit that. Mm-hmm. My mindset would be, okay, I need to go into this match and do different shit. Because he studied me. He knows, like, all my all my um, go-to moves. So maybe I'm going to try something different to kind of throw
0: him off. Yeah, maybe. Or you have, I mean, you as you know, an upper echelon peak athletic performer who has that level, who has that confidence in themselves is, okay, yeah, sure, doesn't matter if you know what's coming or not, you still won't be able to stop it. I don't agree with that. Okay, well, (laughs) either way, it's still their first first time coming together. And so hopefully it's not the last. You know, and you can see this kind of develop and turn into something more. You right? Can see yeah. That I mean, story kind of get told.
1: Yeah, as we uh, as we say in the business, let's let it play out.
0: No one says that.
1: Oh, you're not in the right business where you hear that, though. <laughs> oh, great! Is this another one of your pop quizzes? No, no, this is uh, going to be another album review. So.
0: <laughs> pop quiz. Uh, let's see yeah. it play out. Uh, yeah. No pace. <laughs>
1: Nope. It's called play it out. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Johnny Ace. Yep. Oh, I need a night off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, um, no. Uh, you know, as someone who uh, has a win-loss record of 1-0 and against Drew Gulak, um <laughs> i didn't have anything to say after that um but no i i uh can I love you um,
1: fa- i just have to ask real quick you know with your head just be just becoming increasingly inflated are you still able to like fit on your shirts get your like your head through your shirts get them over and yeah
0: man i only i only wear wife beaters now <laughs> <laughs> or no shirts
1: or no shirts, no shirties.
0: No, but I am. I'm glad that Gulak or Gulak. I'm glad that Brian, um, you know, has been so outspoken about the people he wants to work with. You know, he did that with Ali when he first came back. You know, and he really put Ali over, and they mm-hmm. had some great matches, and it really um, boosted Ali and put him in a great position to succeed. And it's it's awesome that he continues to do that, and now he's doing it with Gulak, and Gulak is someone who absolutely deserves it, just like Ali did.
1: Yeah, and um, Drew came out looking better than what he did coming in. I mean, he totally. did. He definitely didn't look weak during the match at all. Right. He looked like a you know a credible threat to Daniel Bryan, which was great.
0: Well, especially so, with that release, German. Oh my God! Yeah.
1: Oh, that was a little scary. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Visually, yeah, but you know, just knowing how that feels, it right. was scary. Oh, it was yeah. scary, yeah. And just like how much height he got on it and just all that weight coming down from that height like on the back of his shoulders shoulders and his neck. Just like, oh. Daniel Bryan does goat yoga,
0: okay? So I'm sure Goat he yoga.
1: <laughs> Is that really a thing?
0: Yeah. You ever Is seen it? it? Yeah, look no, it
1: No, I, I, I've never seen goat yoga.
0: Don't look it up right now because that would make for horrible radio. But look yeah. it up. I, I will look it up. Are you looking it <laughs> up?
1: No, not you just told me not to right now. <laughs> well, hey, I don't know. I don't want horrible radio. <laughs> sure, We're on wrestlingheadlines.com me. anymore now. So,
0: <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so that's your best thing.
1: That is my best thing, yes, sir.
0: Oh, crap. I gotta look at my notes. I'll be honest, I don't even think I had anything <laughs> written down for best thing
1: he just had a question mark <laughs> and goat yoga <laughs> actually just says research goat yoga underlined yeah. four times exclamation point <laughs>
0: um, I guess I'll just have to go with I'm just going to steal yours I'm just going to agree with you and say yep that was the best thing okay <laughs> that'll make it easier sure awesome I mean, Dynamite was a good episode, you know. Um, Dynamite I, was good,
1: yeah. I felt it was, you know, it wasn't bad. It felt like it was a show that was setting up a lot of things.
0: Yeah, um, I guess I liked the fact that Lance Archer is Jake the Snake's client. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I didn't like how underwhelming his reveal was. How they just came, like, walking out through the crowd. Yeah, I mean, if Jake the Snake wants to walk through the crowd, that's great. But like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and even if Lance Archer wants to walk through the crowd, that's great too. But maybe, maybe it was on the, the camera angle, you know, maybe the, like that could have been a little bit more like, oh, well, or maybe it was Jr. too, because J- Jr. seriously was like, oh, there he is. And he's got Lance Archer with him. <laughs> like, wait, what? Like as if we knew that ahead of time. Yeah. So it was just it was uh, it was extremely underwhelming, and that's kind of unfortunate.
1: It felt like more people were popping for Jake than what they were for Lance. Just because I'm sure I'm sure there are quite a few people in that crowd that might not have known exactly who that was that was with Jake. Right. And you know they just see Jake and they're like, oh my god, you know. Well, they is it. (laughs) <laughs> that's what we were missing yeah
0: <laughs> could it be uh, no but they, they're in Salt Lake City so pretty sure every uh, resident in Salt Lake City has to turn their lights off uh, and be in bed by 8pm sharp uh, so it's yeah. not surprising that they wouldn't know who that is
1: are you turning heel on this podcast <laughs> <laughs>
0: No. Hey, I've been to Salt Lake City several yeah. times, and it is a beautiful, beautiful city. Um, but they are strict on when they
1: want you to go to bed.
0: <laughs> they they, they, have, I was going to say nuns, but that's the wrong religion. Um, I guess Mormons out patrolling the streets just yeah, yeah with, with yardsticks just waiting for you to mess up, and then they'll hit you in the knuckles with them.
1: Yard sticks they go up to twenty five feet? At least. At least. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Which is how many yards?
1: I don't know how many yards that is. Conversions. Yeah, I was never good at conversions.
0: Well that being said, holy smokes. Let's let's move this along here. <laughs> <laughs> Worst thing of the week? Conversions. Yeah, uh, yeah, worst thing of the week. The uh he's gonna puke worst of the week.
1: Huh? Oh my god, he's, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna puke. He's gonna puke.
0: He's gonna puke he's gonna, puke! He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna... So all right. You, you you knocked it out of the park with your best thing, and okay. now let's let's just keep going, two for two. What's your worst thing? Oh my
1: worst thing? which really isn't that bad but it really left me feeling confused oh was the Randy Orton edge and MVP segment from raw
0: <laughs> <laughs> see let's ima- let's just imagine that I didn't see it and you said those three names in succession i'm confused
1: <laughs> yeah it was it was it was confusing it I watch that segment and basically MVP's coming out and he's saying, you know'm I'm, I'm not an in-ring wrestler anymore. I'm gonna basically start managing people. yeah. and he goes on about wanting to build a stable and he's gonna need a solid foundation mm-hmm. And then he says, he brings up Edge's name as joining a stable. or wanting him to join the stable. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And you're just kind of like, huh?
0: Well, he's your solid foundation.
1: Okay, but (laughs) it was, so now by doing this, it kind of feels like you're adding a different factor into, which is possibly the biggest story that you have going on. On either Raw or SmackDown right now, you're adding in this other element that doesn't really make much sense. And basically, MVP was just there so Edge could kick the crap out of him right. and show Randy Orton, Randy Orton like how psychotic and how dangerous he is. Right. I mean, he was MVP was out there saying, "Oh, like Edge, I can." You're not focused, Edge. You're not focused, and I can bring you back up to, you know, that championship level.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, like last time I remember, the last time he was on Raw <laughs> was the night after the Royal Rumble, back in January. Right. He came back the night before.
0: Right, at, Royal at the Royal
1: Rumble. And so he retired in what? 2011? Oof. 2012?
0: Is that when it was? Holy crap. Something like
1: that. It? Yeah, somewhere around there. So basically MVP has been saying that, "Wow, since 2012, you haven't been focused, Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I right. don't know what's happened to you, but you need to come with me because you're not you're not 2012 focused anymore." Right. And I need to get you back up there. Up to this point, he's only had two appearances back in the WWE. Well, focus. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Well, maybe he <laughs> doesn't know. What are you know? talking about? Maybe
0: he doesn't know what day Raw is on. It's, it's Monday. called Monday Night Raw. <laughs> focus, Edge. Focus. <laughs> it's Mondays.
1: Oh, uh, and then like you know, they cut to uh, a shot of Edge pulling up. Gets out of the car and he has like this really crazy look on his face and starts power walking his way down to the ring. Yeah, takes the mic out of MVP's hand, like doesn't even acknowledge him. (laughs) (laughs)
0: He's just like, ready, get your ass out here.
1: MVP's like, Edge, hey, look at me, you know, come join my stable. Like, how's your wife? And then, like, he turns around and, like, spears him. And then Randy comes up for, like, the sneak attack, and they, you know, Edge gives him the RKO. But it was just, I I just question why they decided to do that. Why did they decide, like, they spent weeks playing up that, what Randy Orton did to Edge. You know, weeks and weeks. You know, reminding us, reminding us, making this like such a big horrible thing. And then they announce that Edge is coming back to the coming back to Raw to confront Randy Orton. Okay, that's what we want to see. That's what we want to see. Oh, there's MVP. MVP's talking about Edge. Edge wanting to join a stable with MVP. Ah, uh, here comes Edge! Yay! You know, it, it just yeah it just left, left me feeling confused on why they went that direction. I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah, and you know, and I think we 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 beat them up a lot for not having enough crossover in their in their um, storylines. Mm-hmm. You know, and not not allowing. Um, other people to enter a few that allows it to actually stretch longer. We always say that your storylines are way too linear and this is an opportunity for them to not be that. But, um, yeah, I guess if there's ever a way to not do something, this would be it. I, I, it, it it did fall flat. I think it fell flat with the fans too, which is really unfortunate because I think that the majority of them that were there were probably there to see edge considering he was Mm -hmm. advertised for it. And like, that's the segment that he does. Well, I don't, I don't think it fell
1: flat on the fans that were there. I mean, you they don't think so. They were cheering pretty loud for everything that Edge was doing.
0: Yeah, maybe they were. I mean, I mean maybe it was the just RKO, you know, which, yeah. Why did he do an RKO? I don't know. Edge has like fourteen finishing moves, and he does an RKO. Maybe
1: because Randy Orton RKO'd Beth. So he wanted to do, you know, the same thing to Orton to avenge Beth. But, like... Oh, like, another thing is, after he RKO's him, he goes out to the ring and gets a chair. Yeah. And then he walks back up to the ring. And then, like, he gets this, you know... Look on, his, look on his face like, oh, I need to grab another chair. <laughs> All the while, like, Randy Orton is laying in the ring right there. Right. Like, you already have the chair in your hand. I mean, the reason yeah. you're there is because you want to kick Randy Orton's ass. Right. So you're just going to let him, you're just going to stand there with the chair in your hand while he's laying there, basically unconscious. Not unconscious, right. but, you know. Right. He's down. hurt from that. Ar- he's down. And you're just going to take your time and grab chairs instead of just like going right after him. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Edge should have been, and that's just my opinion. I mean, but I think Edge should have been a lot more aggressive yeah. than no, what he I, was.
0: I completely agree. I, I agree. He should have been more aggressive. He should have been, you know, relentless in his attack on Randy. Um, should have chased him down. I think it probably would have ended better if he chased him out of the arena, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you know, you're seeing that he's unrelenting. Um, and ultimately, it leads to a no-DQ match at WrestleMania or something. I don't know. but Yeah, yeah. The other thing, though, is, and, and this is what I was kind of getting at with the RKO, why did he do an RKO? I mean, Edge has won, won championships with his finishers. I mean... In his mind, there is nothing more devastating than his finishers. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, so why wouldn't he do, you know, education, right? And that's the uh. I think that's the um, inverted D-D- X factor, right? And then he's got that DET, like that plan DET or whatever. Yeah, and then of course the spear. But like, why would he do an RKO? And then when MVP gets up. He, you know, he spears MVP, and then he gives him, like, first of all, they're saying, oh, he's got him in a chokehold. No. <laughs> it's just a freaking headlock.
1: Maybe he's giving him a hug because he felt
0: sorry for, like, spearing him right. <laughs> earlier. But, the, I, you know, but when I started thinking about it, there's, like, zero. I mean not zero, not literally zero, but there are very few Grapp, gr- like grappling finishers in the WWE. Mm-hmm. You've got the spear, which I think 27 people have the spear as a finishing move in, in WWE right now. Yes. Superman punch, flying forearm, claymore kick, curb stomp, black mass, coquina, clutch, mandible claw, sleeper hold, blatant choke. These are all... Either strikes or submissions. No one has a freaking like strong grapple finisher anymore.
1: Would you consider the yes lock a Submission. grapple finish? No. Submission. Okay. I guess explain what do you mean by grapple finish? So like F5. Okay. Like something where you have to physically pick up your
0: opponent. Right. And like, okay. Okay. Yeah, F5 Styles Clash. Amityville Horror.
1: <laughs> Amityville Horror too. <laughs> uh
0: but I mean like I honestly like name any any other other than the Styles Clash and F5.
1: Tombstone? I, does
0: he even do the Tombstone anymore?
1: Not to AJ Styles while he has a shoulder injury, apparently. Well, so we'll say choke slam. That's at
0: least a slam. He, he
1: grapples the neck. You right. know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Braun Strowman has what that running power slam.
0: Oh yep, yep. That's a yeah. good one.
1: Okay. Um. Big E has the big ending. Okay. So mm-hmm. we're. We're picking up a few there. Yeah, we're getting there. There's a few
0: sprinkled out. Cedric Alexander, who doesn't wrestle anymore, has, uh, what is that, the Lombard check? I can't remember. Which is awesome. Yeah. Baron Corbin has the uh, end of days. I wish it was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure, and I think I heard this, but... Sammy Callahan invented that move.
1: The end of days? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Where did you hear that from? From Sammy Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> he told me. No, he was real. delivering my pizza, and he's like, did you know that?
0: He's like, hey, fun fact.
1: <laughs> Sammy Callahan fact number 35. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Yeah. Uh, always sucks. carry a Kleenex in your pocket. <laughs>
0: Wipe off your feet when you come through the door. Yeah. Uh, um But yeah, anyway. You can yeah, do yeah. So very few. Yeah.
1: That segment left me feeling a little confused. I think that if you're gonna add an extra element into a feud like that, it better be somebody that either person is close with or had like a past feud with i think that would make more sense not just having a random person come out there trying to form a stable and just happens to call edge's name and you know yeah yep so that's my opinion on it i mean it it wasn't horrible but like i said i just Felt confused on why they decided to, excuse me, go with go in that direction and use MVP for that.
0: So I agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, So my worst thing, I do have a worst thing, and believe it or not, it's separate from yours. Okay. Uh, I'm not just piggybacking this week. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my worst thing is. I mean, I'll use one specific segment as an example, and then realistically it's an overarching thing. But my worst thing is the AJ Styles promo on The Undertaker. Okay. You know, you and I got pretty long-winded about the mystique of The Undertaker and how he's supposed to be this supernatural being. <laughs> I, I know where you're going with this. I guess...
1: I think and I then, might have
0: an idea of where you're going with this, but continue. And then AJ must have listened and just like took notes. Like, you know what? He's not a mystical being. Yeah. He's just an old man named Mark Calloway. Mm-hmm. And you're just old. And I saw you at the airport buying Cracker Jacks next to Michael Cole. Michael Could Cole wouldn't shut up.
1: <laughs>
0: Is it? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, like just completely like that's his appeal to the fans you know what what's the what's the saying in, in wrestling you know if you uh, you know if you if you tear down your opponent and then you didn't beat anyone you, know, you have to put them over not the opposite so I don't know if, it, if that's the
1: exact same but <laughs> I know what you're saying though. Listen, it is
0: 11 o'clock at night, and I had ice cream and cookies and nice uh,
1: You should be on a sugar high right now.
0: No. Well, what's, that, gonna...
1: what's that saying in wrestling? Uh, <laughs> never wear white on Fridays while you're <laughs> licking a penny. You know?
0: Early bird is worth two in the bush. Yep, one in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yep So anyway, so he just basically Completely takes his appeal away You know, the fact that he is this Supernatural being that everyone is like So in awe about And it's like, nah, you're just an old An old fat man Isn't your name Mark? <laughs> yeah, your name's Mark you like Harley Davidson's You have a wife named Michelle Yes, and that And I'm glad, great segue That is what I'm coming at Overall, is my worst thing. Mm-hmm. Does Vince McMahon just hate marriage? Why go is on, everyone go after on. everyone's wife? Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream is after <laughs> Marina Shafir. Randy Orton's after Beth Phoenix. Yep. AJ Styles is after Michelle McCool. I mean, it's we might as well change it to wife-a-mania. Kurt Angle was after Linda McMahon at one point. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I, so it doesn't matter. His wife isn't even Vince's wife isn't even off limits.
0: It just uh, like it, it again. It comes back to, and I don't want to beat a dead horse because we made this point last week, but it comes back to just lazy booking, and it gets really, really frustrating because now, you know, we said it before, where the only way that you can create a heel in WWE is by being really annoying. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they're like, hey, Asuka, uh, speak gibberish Japanese and just speak it, you know, nonstop and it'll annoy the common fan and they'll boo you because of it. Hey, yeah. Baron Corbin, be yourself, which is annoying and people will boo you. <laughs> Put this
1: crown uh, on too while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And so then it's like, okay, well, this, this formula's played out. We got to think of something else. I got it. You know what people hate <laughs> when wives. you come after their why? <laughs> yeah, are no, always you're getting right. in the way. And... <laughs> you know what I hate?
1: When my wife tells me I need to go to bed, <laughs>
0: wives. Uh, am I right? <laughs> wife a mania. It's, wife slam wife, <laughs> wife all right yeah i was going to do some of the elimination chamber but i lost it yeah so Damn. you didn't like, like
1: the aj styles promo I that did you did not, on the undertaker no
0: stupid it, it, yeah. it just completely devalues the undertaker and i get it like you you say he's this old terrible you know, worn out man, and mm-hmm. then he's going to come out and have like, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. this great match with you and win at, mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> I just, it's, I'm not interested. I'm, I'm literally not interested in WrestleMania. You're taking,
1: you're, yeah, you're taken out, you're taken out of it.
0: I yeah, like I want to see Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar. I think that'll be yeah fun.
1: That build up for that's been great though.
0: Yeah. But I don't care about anything else. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Such a shame. It is. Yeah. If WrestleMania even happens True. in the next couple of weeks. So
0: Yeah, I just got all this I just got these alerts that uh, the NBA has postponed the remainder of the season. Or suspended. Mm. The rest of the season, yeah, it's crazy. It's,
1: it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, no, we don't need to get into that. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's plenty yeah, of people talking about that. Let's let's, let's, let's stick, stick to sasquatches
1: bad. and Mark Calloway.
0: <laughs> yeah, lightning bolts and sasquatches. <laughs> yeah, and and gigging to make your your kids feel better. Yes, that makes more <laughs> sense. <laughs> and ace and nights off
1: yep um did you you didn't watch elimination chamber
0: did you no okay no Um, you know and it's interesting too because you with us now on wrestlingheadlines.com cheap plug uh i feel like we have a little bit of a responsibility to stay up on everything Mm -hmm. uh, and i'm avoiding it still oh i
1: i didn't mean to throw you under the bus or anything that was um, no, no, no! That was definitely you playing Gotcha. No, that wasn't. It really wasn't. I was leading into like something else that I thought of about Elimination Chamber. Let's um, hear it. The women's Elimination Chamber match. Mm,
0: mm-hmm. have,
1: you seen, have you seen highlights of that or anything?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um
0: <laughs> any more brain busters?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you remember what the Andre shot is? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why'd they do that?
1: No. No. Damn. Um man, I don't know if that should have been the main event of that pay per view. Oh really?
0: Why? Because the fans were out of it or because it just wasn't well, good?
1: In general, just like the fans were out of it the whole night, it seems like.
0: When it was in I, Philly, too, right? Which, yeah, it was
1: in Philadelphia, which they have, like, one of the rowdiest crowds you can imagine, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean. So,
1: and they were just, it was just kind of like, eh, eh, you know, just they did not seem really into it. I
0: mean, there's certain parts during the night that they popped for, but. Um, well, I mean, if you work for the fans in Philly, they appreciate it and they'll come out for it. But if you just phone it in and put it on a shit show, like unfortunately I'm sure Elimination Chamber was, then they're they're not gonna they're gonna sit on their hands.
1: Mm-hmm. There's this really weird spot in the women's elimination chamber match where, um, who was it? Natalie and Natalia and Natalie and Natalia? No, Natty. Go and ahead. Ruby Riot started the Elimination Chamber match. And then Liv Morgan came out. And then Shayna Baszler came out. And within like 60 seconds or so, like a minute, she choked out Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. Okay. And then she went after Natty, took her out. And then there's this like five. I don't know, I don't know exactly how long it is. It felt like ten minutes, but I'm sure it was like five to seven minutes where nothing was happening in the match. Shayna was just walking around the ring. I think at one point she sat up on the ropes or something like that, but they waited after Shayna took out Natty, they waited like five to seven minutes with Shayna in the ring by herself before anyone else got released from their chamber.
0: Ugh. That was a buzzkill, dude. Were they trying to do the whole like Steve Austin, you know, sitting on the top rope checking his watch type thing? I, they, they must have thought that's what they were trying to do. <laughs> it
1: didn't work though. I mean, the fans just weren't into it. It just took too much time, too much time, and it really, it really
0: killed the crowd. And as I was Ugh. watching it, it really took me out of it too. I fear that Shayna will lose at Mania, and then that will likely be the beginning of her end. I don't know. Based on all these wasted opportunities they've had with her lately, I mean, you know, Vince could get really sensitive and be like, you know what, to hell with this. <laughs> Natty, you're in. She's not blonde enough anyway.
1: Uh, but yeah, it just it was just really weird. It was bad pacing of the match mm. in that spot. The um, crowd, the crowd, finally came alive when Asuka got released from her pod, and nice. yeah, then she gave Shayna a little bit of offense, but I mean, she Shayna choked her out in like five minutes or so. Within five minutes, and mm. that was it yeah <laughs> but so yeah there's your wrestling that's <laughs> <laughs> well, over yeah uh you have any thoughts about aew dynamite
0: which um, we just got done watching yeah I mean we're fresh off of it you know I've said this before and I, I, but I don't know that I've ever said it on. An episode, so you know you and I can talk about it now. But I really, man, I just I want more from Luchasaurus. Mm -hmm. You know, like, dude, you're enormous. Like, I want him to just like kind of be a little reckless. Like, you pull your kicks too much. Like, it's clear they're not connecting. Like, just you know, have someone just take one for the team and just take their head off. I mean, yeah. If I were there, and maybe this is why I had such a short career, but if I were there, (laughs) I would totally just like, dude, take my head off on one of these. Like you need to look ruthless. Mm -hmm. And it's too much of that Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, you know, hook kick crap that just, I'm like, nope, uh, dude, you're huge. You shouldn't be doing that nonsense.
1: I mean, it's impressive that he can do it, but
0: oh, 100%, I'm not taking anything away from the guy,
1: but yeah. It just it doesn't look smooth.
0: Right. And if it doesn't big, look it be doesn't big. It
1: doesn't look that powerful, too.
0: Exactly. I mean, I'm especially, especially no for a what, big guy doing it. Right. So, I'm sure the weight of his leg is enough to make it impactful. <laughs> right, yeah. But still, yeah.
1: He needs to emphasize it a little bit more. Yeah. And he needs to stop talking like a Harvard college professor. I think.
0: <laughs> and um,
1: he needs to sound like a badass.
0: Yeah. What do you think it, of Death Triangle?
1: Eh. Uh, eh. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's first match they had. So I mean, I'm sure. I don't know.
0: I mean I know At this that, point
1: it didn't really do too much for me. Yeah. Honestly. But not. I know seeing.
0: that the AEW is wanting to do six man tag belts. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to build that division. So I guess that's what that is. Is that what they're trying to do? Yeah. Huh. That's why think- you see so many six man tags. But um I think the well maybe not the first but I feel like the six man the uh six man tag championships are built for best friends and orange cassidy
1: yeah that's it's always a possibility if that's a if they decide to incorpor- incorporate those titles
0: oh man it's built for them like yeah like that's totally the reason <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason they're doing it. What about you? Takeaways from either NXT or AEW?
1: Um, NXT really needs to cut back on the ladder matches.
0: Why, did they have one?
1: No, but they um, had two qualifying matches in the women's division for a ladder match at TakeOver. Right. So, But I'm saying in the past couple months, they've had... Gimmick matches galore. Oh,
0: right, right, right.
1: Ladder matches, steel cage matches. Yep. And this goes back to a point that we were talking about. Oh, God. They were texted about on Saturday or something. I don't know. But, like, the overuse of gimmick matches and how it, in the long run, it ends up devaluing those matches. Yeah. Because you see him so often, and the audience gets so desensitized to it that essentially they don't mean anything. I mean, yep. every time you do one, the audience has already seen everything pretty much that you can do in that said match. So right. the audience doesn't care. You know, with all these, you know, NXT win all these ladder matches, and then you've got Money in the Bank, Elimination Chamber, um, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Gauntlet Mania, possibly oh, yeah. coming to the <clears throat> WWE network at some point too. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, like, uh, cut them back. Cut back the gimmick matches.
0: Yeah, that came about when we were talking about blood and guts. Yes. But we can save that for as we get closer to Blood and Guts. But I do want to call it now since we're two weeks away and there's really no reason to predict it. But I'm going to predict it now. Mm -hmm. Sammy Guevara will do a double moonsault off the top of the cage.
1: I think the cage is going to have a roof on it. I don't think so. I thought I heard JR mention something on the show that the cage is going to have a roof.
0: JR says a lot of things all right <laughs> oh, but it's barbecue sauce man <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm calling it double moon salt uh,
1: not if there's a roof Mark on it. the cage I guess we should find out if there's through gonna the be a roof
0: on the cage <laughs> through, the, through roof. the roof okay
1: okay I I want to see that <laughs> through the roof yeah uh
0: That's all I got. <laughs> that's all you got. Through the roof, baby. Through the, Through the roof. roof. Yep. Through the roof. Oh. Could it be? I knew it. That's gonna. That's gonna be our what's up, Soapy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> See ya. No. <laughs> it looks like right. we've been
1: going pretty close to an hour.
0: So yeah. Yeah, usually uh, the reason we call this quick and painless is because we try to get out under an hour, um, and I think that is both quick and painless, and it kind of works. Twice, because I am quick and uh, you are painless. Hey, <laughs> hey, oh, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Anymore.
1: <laughs> All right, well, should we do some plugs? Plug it. Plug it, baby. Plug it in. Uh, Quick Pain Pod. Spread it Facebook, on. <laughs> Spread it on. Yeah. Quick Pain Pod. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, website, quickpainpod.com. And you can also find us on wrestlingheadlines.com, where we will have our video versions of our podcast episodes posted on there and also on their YouTube channel page.
0: Boom. Well done, sir. Thank you. Well, thank you, everyone, once again, for checking us out. Um, we will try to make sure that these are uploaded every Friday. Um, we'll be a little bit early this week, but uh, but uh, don't get used to it. Yeah, this is only going to happen once, so... <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> twice, but, but three is right out.
1: Yeah, just... Lower your expectations right out of the gate And you won't be disappointed True Words to live by That'll be one of the chapters in your father book (laughs)
0: Lowered expectations
1: Lowered expectations
0: Goodbye everyone
1: Alright thanks guys